Good morning. How are you this morning? How are you doing? How are you feeling? Today is a great, great day. Yesterday is gone and today is definitely a gift from God. We are here and in spite of the troubles we may face, in spite of the hurdles that we may have to jump and cross over and some even swim, we can say today we made it and we are here yet again for another day to be strengthened or to be the instrument used by God to strengthen someone else. My name is Diane Lubrin. I'm an author and I'm also a speaker. I am the founder of LubrinBooks.com, also the group Life, Love, and Laughter. If you have not yet joined Life, Love, and Laughter after this podcast, I would be so blessed if you would become a part of it, Life, Love, and laughter, we inspire, we motivate, and we encourage there. So if you feel like leaving a song, leaving a video, a poem, whatever it may be, if you want to tell your story, whatever it may be, that will bring peace and that will bring joy and that will enlighten somebody else's day, please feel free to do so. I am here to remind you that there is life, there is love, and there is laughter after abuse and after tragedy. There is life, there is love, there is laughter after molestation, after rape, after the divorce, after domestic abuse after losing a loved one, after the loss of a job, after sickness and diseases, I want you to know for every gray cloud, there is a silver lining to let you know there are better days ahead of you. There are better days coming. So don't think what you're going through right now is always going to be what it is. I want you to be positive. I want you to not focus on your right now, but knowing that your God is able and will make a better way for you. So I want to first lift, uh, encourage yourself and, and to hold your head up, knowing that you're not the only one that's going through. There are other people who are going through and there are other people who have struggles and there are other people who, who have come to the place where they want to give up, but they decided against it. And I want to come and I want to encourage you to fight it and not give in for loss, but fight to win because that is what and who you are. You are an absolute winner, okay? So hold your head up and don't give up. This morning, I want to come and I want to talk to you about other people's opinion. We are still working on blessing blockers 
and this is other people's opinion the the opinion of others how does it affects you and one of the things opinion of others will do it will cause you to doubt who you are it will cause you to not believe in who you are it will cause you to second guess what you think what you do and the ability to take the next step i absolutely believe the enemy has special agents that he sends for us and to us that will cause us to miss a step and that will cause us to even abort our mission before we get started and before we get started in the natural it happens in the spiritual and when self-doubt come in if you don't believe in yourself who will if you can't find positivity in you who will you have got to know that everything you need to succeed in this life you have it within you right now you have got to know whatever it takes for you to get from point A to B and to move on to the end. It is already inside. God has gifted every one of us with something amazing that will cause us to, to, to reach our destination and to walk in the absolute purpose of ourselves. When self-doubt come in and, and we don't know who we truly are, what we do, we begin to start wanting to be other people. And we think if we are other people, then things are going to work out. Self-doubt will say, well, who are you? Aren't you the one that had your child out of wedlock? Aren't you the one that's been divorced multiple times? Aren't you the one that is sick and, and disease-ridden? Aren't you the one that was molested? Aren't you the one that was raped? How are you going to stand there and tell somebody about anything and you doubt yourself. How you gonna tell him I overcame when you're walking around and you still look like a victim? So we have got to come to the place where we conquer self-doubt. And the way to conquer self-doubt is to always listen to something positive. Always listen to something that will uplift you. That's why the Bible says, faith comes by hearing. And hearing by the word of God. The more you listen to the word of God, self-doubt have to bow down because at the name of Jesus, every knee must bow. So as you begin to listen to positivity, as you begin to listen to the word, one of the people I try to listen to just about every day is Mr. Les Brown. 
I tried to listen to him because I heard him say something in this context. Our mind have been programmed for so long in, in a specific way that it's gonna take time to replace all the icky stuff with the good stuff. So therefore, as long as you're listening to positivity and something that will uplift you little by little the ugly icky stuff seeps out where the positive things come in and it begins to change you and when you begin to change the things around you change the people around you change the situation around you change a lot of the times we leave a neighborhood we leave a job and we go somewhere else because we're thinking, oh, this atmosphere is too negative for me. This atmosphere is not good enough for me. And we go to the next job. We go to the next church. We go to the next neighborhood. And guess what? That negative energy still follows us. Why? Because we are the one carrying that negative energy. Michael Jackson said, I am standing with the man in the mirror. And I am asking him. Not the other people, not the atmosphere, uh, the, the, the situations around him. He said, I'm asking him if he would change his way because change begins with us. So in order for self-doubt to run away from you, in order for self-doubt to be squashed and to be placed under your feet, you have to start with the man or the woman in the mirror and decide when and how you're gonna make the change because the minute you decide when and how you're gonna make the change the minute you decide I am not gonna let other people's opinion define who I am I refuse to let somebody else's opinion to stop me in the middle of something great and some people like I said they don't want to see you success successful they don't want to see you succeed so they're gonna throw dirt at you they're gonna they're gonna mess up your name but you have to be strong and say you know what your opinion does not make me who God have made me. I am who I am and I definitely will be who God have called me to be. So step number one, get rid of other people's opinion. Step two, we have fear. Fear. How many times have you started something and fear will grip you and you like oh my god I can't do this I I oh my god I thought I could everything looked like it was great but now it's time to take the first step I am too afraid too afraid because I don't know too afraid because who's gonna listen who's gonna buy my book who's gonna come to my plane I don't know an invention oh my god what manufacturer will take me on who's gonna who's gonna spend their money and fear comes in and fear said look at this person they tried it but it didn't work and who are you you never went to college I mean shoot you barely passed the sixth grade and you 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 have a program to help somebody else who are you and fear will stop you from changing your daddy been an alcoholic he died an alcoholic there's no hope for you your mama was a horse so are you so your grandchildren and and fear will come and fear will go all the way back to the past 
and put it right in front of you and say this is the history of who you are, what you are, where you are. And if this is history, guess what's going to happen? It's your present and it's going to follow you into the future. And one of the enemy's greatest weapon is fear. One of the enemy's greatest weapon is fear. If the enemy can get you in a place of fear, he have you cornered. If the enemy can get you into the place of fear, his work is done because he doesn't even have to sabotage you because the fear that lives on the inside of you will cause you to sabotage your own self. Fear, the Bible tells us, God has not given us the spirit of fear but of power, love, and a sound mind. So wait a minute, Diane, what are you saying? Power, love, and a sound mind. The Bible says love covers a multitude of sin. So if love covers a multitude of sin, you know love have the power to conquer fear. Because whatever it is, love will tell you, girl, you can make it. You don't have to doubt yourself. Love will push you. Love will cause you to go on and do things that you didn't know lied within you. How many times we've seen people who were rotten <laughs> and then they fell in love. And oh my God, like a rose, they just blossom. They became beautiful. Their continent, uh, continent begin, begins to shine. Their, their, their eyes begin to glow. Their attitude gets sweet. Why? The place that once housed anger and bitterness and unforgiveness, all of a sudden, it houses love and when we love we we forgive when we love we overlook we celebrated uh easter yesterday and 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 the bible tells us that he could have called 12,000 legions of angels to come and get him all jesus had to do was to snap his finger and that cross and those nails would have to bow at his knee at his feet but guess what because he looked in the future and he saw you and I and he saw how fear would harm us and he saw how anger and all these different sicknesses and disease would come and destroy us it's he saw how our families will be broken and saw how marriages will be crumbling for no reason and he said you know what because I love them. I am going to allow them to place these nails in my hands and in my feet. Love is what kept Jesus on the cross, not the nails. So love covers, love keeps, love protects, love encourages. Love will cause you to rise up and be something and someone amazing. But you have got to find a way to look at the man in the mirror and see what is causing your love to not bloom and keep you in a place of fear. So self-doubt and fear comes from the opinion of others. The next thing I want to talk to you about is 
not feeling worthy. There are so many men and women who are walking the face of this earth and they do not feel worthy of anything good. They have gotten so used to always walking under gray clouds and the rain is always pouring on them and nothing is ever working out for them and they have trained themselves to come to a place and say you know what I'm not worthy of anything good every evil thing that I'm getting every ugly thing that is happening to me I deserve it you know why because my mama never wanted me my daddy never wanted me. All the things that are happening to me, I deserve it. You know why? Because people told me stop dressing so provocative and I kept on wearing my short skirts and I kept on showing my cleavage and I deserve the abuse that I get from my husband because he said something and I just had to answer and we find ourselves in a place and we make all kinds of excuses that says I'm not worthy I'm not worthy so the opinion of others about me is true they they're not lying when they say I'm a vixen, they're not lying when, when they say I'm not a good mother. And you know what? It's true. So you know what? Because I'm not worthy, I'm not even going to try. I'm just going to do the bare minimum. I'm, I'm just going to get this little job. And, and so I don't have to be on government assistance. I'm not going to try to get a house because I'm not worthy of a house. So I'll just stay in an apartment and just keep paying somebody else and they're getting rich off of me and I'm going to work, working two jobs to make ends meet and as hard as I work, my ends still ain't meeting. Heck, they ain't even seeing each other because one's to the left, one's to the right because I'm not worthy. And I am here to tell you, you are worthy. Not because of you. Not because of who you are, but I am here to tell you, you are worthy because of what Jesus did on the cross. You are worthy because of the big God that created the heavens and the earth. That big God, he says, you are worthy. So if that big God says you are worthy, why are you believing the opinion of others that says you are not worthy? Take a look in the mirror. Realize you are one in forever. <laughs> There is none like you. You are so awesome. God gave you your own fingerprints. He gave you your own DNA strand. He gave you your own tone in your voice. God thinks you are so awesome and he thinks you are so worthy that people may say, oh, you look like this person and you look like that person. But guess what? I'm not that person because 
Our God is one and forever. And he made us after him. So we are one and forever. There is never going to be another you. Just like you have one mama and one daddy. Guess what? Once that one mama, one daddy is gone, you might have surrogates, but they will never be mom and dad because it's impossible because God gave you only one pair and that's what you are. There is no one that can ever be like you. He made you the original. There may be some carbon copies. There may be some fakers. There may be some look alike, may even sound like you. But guess what? They're not you. They don't think like you. They don't walk like you. They don't move like you. Their handwritings are not like you. You are an original. And because you are an original, you are priceless. There is not a price anybody can put on you because there is no amount of money that can buy you. But you might say, but Diane, I work. I make $30,000 a year. That's my worth. No, it's not, baby. That's the value of the job of what you're doing. I make 10 million. No, honey, that's the value of the job that you are doing. Your worth only comes from God. And what is the worth of God? He has no worth. If it, if it had worth, he would have paid it in order to redeem us but he he has no worth that's why the only person the only thing that god could have used <coughs> excuse me to redeem us to buy us back was the blood of jesus why because it is priceless it's worth so much you can't put a dollar bill on it and that's who and what you are so this morning this afternoon, this evening, whatever time of the day that you are listening to this podcast, I want you to know, do not allow the opinion of others to stop you from being a greater you. I hear Mr. Lesser Brown said, there is greatness within you. Now, if other people can see greatness within you, why can't you? So that means you have to dig a little deeper. You have to find out who you are. And the best way to find out who you are is to spend time with you and God. And he will begin to peel the layers one at a time one at a time, begin to expose you to you. Because if he were to expose you to you all at one time, you'd lose your mind. Pride would take over and you'd get too big for your own britches, like they say. So, thank you for being here. Share this message. If you're not following me on Facebook, you can go to Arthur Diane Lubrin and follow me there. Like my page, uh, leave comments, I love when uh, the people leave comments and, and, and I have the chance to comment back. I comment back because I believe as you encourage me, it's only fit and it's only right 
that I encourage you. So again, I want to thank you so, so very much for being with me today. I want to thank you so very much for all you have done. Hold your head up and know that you are a child of God and know that the opinion of others cannot make you who you are. Only God's opinion has the power to do so and he has called you to greatness. Ladies and gentlemen, I thank you so very much. Don't forget, go to Life, Love and Laughter on Facebook and become a part of the group. I thank you again. Until we meet again, you guys have a blessed, a wonderful, an amazing day. God loves you. I love you. And remember one love, one perfect love. That is the agape love of God. You guys be blessed and have a great day in the Lord. Goodbye, everybody.